Hello, dear listener. I have something truly special to share. It's an exclusive invitation to join me in Mexico for an intimate and luxurious three-day retreat along the beautiful Pacific coast of Zihuatanejo, taking place the weekend of the spring equinox, March 18th through the 20th. There's also an optional day to stay through the 21st for some special ceremonies that are happening in the area for the equinox. But the retreat itself is the 18th through the 20th, really an opportunity not to be missed. And I'm offering one lucky listener a discounted ticket. On this weekend that I've, I've just been loving into being actually for several years now as COVID and you know everything, but when we conceived of building this place, our home down here it's really what we envisioned, you know, bringing people down here for retreats, for trainings, because we felt and we knew that this space was special. And as people keep coming down and we keep getting the feedback, how magical it is, we want to share it in a really intentional way. You know, be working with the four elements, earth, air, fire, water, the metaphors of the season will set sight on a new vision for our mothering journey and creating a deeper connection to self and mother nature. So to win a discounted ticket, rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, screenshot it and DM it to me on Instagram at Dr. Gertrude Lyons. And remember, the most important thing to mother is yourself. Give yourself permission to take a retreat this year. Besides, who said mothers can't go on a spring break? I'll see you there. Hello, and welcome to Rewrite the Mother Code. I'm Dr. Gertrude Lyons, a professional life coach, exploring, demystifying, and democratizing the maternal power that lives in all women. The experience of mothering may not necessarily mean what you think it means. I believe that mothering is a vehicle for transformation, whether or not we have children. And together, we can start a new conversation around modern motherhood. On this show, we will redefine what it means to mother and untap the powerful feminine within you. Are you ready to rewrite the mother code? This is a Soul Fire production. Welcome to episode five of the Rewrite the Mother Code podcast. Today's episode is a personal experience. It's an experience that was a profound awakening in my mothering journey. And it's my hope that in sharing this story, it will challenge what you think a family is, what being a woman is. And from there, you'll see a way to build a family on your terms. So I was one of those women who assumed her path was to get married and have kids. There was a priority and not a matter of if, but when. How did I come to this seeming clarity? If you had asked me then, I would have said, well, I just know. I, I've just always known. Well, the truth is, like none of us really know the way we think we know. And we're mostly full of BS. And that's all because of everything that's been wired into us, our culture, our families, and it's all residing in our unconscious. And if you've ever seen the the iceberg metaphor, started, you know, kind of brought to the surface with uh, Sigmund Freud. We get to see that what we're aware of and what we think we know and are aware of is like an iceberg. And 10% um, is our conscious awareness, and that's above the surface. 
but 80 to 90% is below the surface. And that's what's driving us. That's where the power is. Um, and really where a lot of our decision-making comes, even though, you know, we, we think we just know. So anyway, I, it's, it's important that we realize that uh, when we go on these kind of journeys. So here I am, uh, a recent grad, a couple years out of, out of college, and I just got engaged. So excited. And I'm eternally grateful for my boss, Dr. Stan Smith, who upon my engagement and me announcing this when I came bounding into work uh, following the weekend, he didn't congratulate me. Um, instead, he gave me the best advice I ever received. Get premarital coaching. I was hurt, yes, uh, by his curt response, although I understood it from, um, from his perspective. And despite being 23 years old with no clue about coaching or why I would do something like that, I, I did. I had this glimmer of awareness. I'm so grateful for that. Given the state of both of our parents' marriages, um, one soon to be divorced, um, the other in divorced situations on both accounts, they're you know looking at infidelity, alcoholism, you know other things that. And just a general sense of like, if relationship is like this, I'm not so sure. And I definitely, you know, don't have any other models to look at what it could be. So maybe some insight would be a good thing. And then getting my husband to agree to it uh, was a whole nother story, but he did. And I'm so grateful. And so much good came out of it for ourselves individually and for our couple. And it was in one of our first sessions with our coach, Dr. Bob Wright. And he asked, do to plan on having children? And we both, you know, immediate response, like, yes, yes, of course, but not necessarily right away. And I saw immediate relief on his face and he breathed a sigh of relief and said, that's great. He said, because most people think that, you know, you have a wedding ceremony and that makes you married and it just kind of gives you the, the, um, I don't know, the insight, like everything you need to be married. But he said, it's really not the case. And it, he believes it takes three to five years for a couple upon making that commitment to really work on themselves, work on themselves as a couple to claim yourself as married. And that was a journey that we decided to embark on personally and collectively. And, and it felt very real for us. So that's what we did. We haven't stopped. And 30 years later, uh, my marriage is an aspect of my life that I'm probably the most proud of. Um, at least it's at least it's in the top three for sure. So after about five years, uh, give or take a, a little bit there, we decided it was time and we wanted to start a conscious conception process. We felt ready if there's really, you know, such a thing, but we felt ready to embark on what this new adventure could be for us. Uh, so we decided to begin. Now, this whole journey of conception, pregnancy, and birth, uh, for me personally, is several podcasts of material. So I'm not going to claim to like pack it all into this one. I am going to home in on one particular aspect, but I will back up a little bit first. Once we decided that we were going to, you know, get started here, I had a significant personal journey of stepping into my own womanhood, both physically and emotionally. But we'll put a pin in that one uh, for another episode. So let's fast forward to the point at which we began, you know, literally trying to conceive. It was the start of the new year of 1995. 
and of course, you know, I don't know mine, but everyone's like, yay, you know, this, it's just, it's going to happen. And, you know, there's this hope that your first try out of the box, you know, you're, it happens. Well, it didn't. And then it didn't happen again and again and again. And, you know, now I was faced with all the feelings that were starting to come up each month um, that, you know, we didn't conceive. And I embarked on what that journey meant to me. And I started learning so much more about my body and its cycles. And, um, you know, sometimes we were very mechanical about our going about uh, this process. And sometimes we were in beautiful spaces, but we were learning about each other. I was learning a ton about myself and my body, but, you know, with each month that brought disappointment and more and more doubt really started to creep in. And I, I couldn't imagine this not happening for me. I mean, this was the it, right? Like this was what I had always planned. Hi, I'm so excited to share with you my 2024 Spring Equinox Self-Mothering Retreat that's happening this March, 2024. And I would love for you not only to consider it, but to attend. But in considering it, hey, just knowing that you would be leaving cold weather if that's the space that you're in and coming down to just magnificently beautiful, warm, nourishing place of Zihuatanejo, Mexico. Zihuatanejo meaning land of the goddess women and coming to really take time for yourself. Okay. And that I am learning more and more isn't just a nice thing to do or something extravagant or something selfish. It's essential. And I really want you to take it seriously to consider, you know, just think about what would it take for me to go? It's a five and a half day retreat getting from where you are, getting there, landing there, and then being in a space that is all about you. It's all about nourishing you. It's all about tuning into you, using everything around us, the nature, the food, the beautiful people, the rituals, ceremonies. I bring it, you know, we really bring it. And we go deeper and deeper as the days go on and we release, we let go, we bring in what is nourishing, what is empowering, what is that space of just really divine feminine energy. And we do it in the community of women. It's not for everyone. I will be honest, you know, if that idea of leaving and not making it work or it's just too hard, not for you. If the idea of, you know, spending that amount of time inwardly focused and going to that level of self-awareness doesn't sound like something you're willing to do or put the time and energy into, then it's not for you. And it's good to know that, right? So this is for people who are serious about what it means to mother themselves, what it means to take time for ourselves and that gift and what that gift can bring to us. It was originally right after my fall retreat, it filled right up. But now some people, it turns out, are not able to come. So I do have a handful of openings. And if you're listening to this and you're willing to take that step, please reach out to me. We can do a discovery call or you can put a deposit down. I would love that. And you can do that by going to my website, www.drgertrudelyons.com. Go to events and there you go. It'll all be there. There's a beautiful page there for you to explore. I look forward to hearing from you and then seeing you on my spring retreat. 
And it was about nine months, which I, I think is actually interesting, um, into this journey that we went on the annual pilgrimage that my husband and I go on. It's led by Dr. Judith Wright, the Wright Foundation. And it's a time of year that we dedicate and take time aside to really reconnect with ourselves, you know, with our internal landscape, but more from a spiritual perspective, from a, you know, asking bigger questions and in more of the meaning of life kind of space. And, you know, this is, you'll be hearing a lot about these, you know, throughout the course of episodes and whatnot. But um, so this one in particular was a pilgrimage in Ireland. So I don't know what comes up for you when you think of Ireland, but for me, it, it evokes, it's a very fertile land. I mean, just the landscape and the, the lushness, the, the fecundity of it is very feminine to me. But I also felt like when I experienced it, that it retained some of its mystery and magic. It was never conquered by the Romans. So there's, I don't know, there's just a way I feel like it's, it has kept some of its um, more ancient roots in that way, more than any other country that I visited. It's also currently a, a place of, you know, significant worship, Catholic country overall, um, very devout and um, alive place of reverence for the Virgin Mary. And if you know anything about her and, and you know, history and, and whatnot, there's the literal story of her and as the mother of Jesus Christ. But, you know, there's aspects of her that are much more eternal that I consider. And she's She's thought of as, you know, the compassionate one and really the mother to all. So I felt very supported by the space. The the group that we were with was very in on the fact that this was something Rich and I were really desiring and, and wanting. So we felt this, you know, this encompassing and love and support of the group. So at one of our days, we were traveling across the countryside and we pulled off to an unplanned spot. And it was a place recommended by our bus driver, of all things. Um, but anyway, it was just, it was a roadside Mary Grotto, like only in Ireland, right? Um, in the U.S., we have McDonald's, and in Ireland, they have roadside Mary Grottos. But it was, you know, a place that he had found for himself to be very special and others that he had taken there. So, so we did it. And like we do in many of the places that we go, we, you know, we go into silence and we, you know, have kind of our own experience in the place to see what it brings up for us and what feelings does it evoke? What, you know, what's there, what messages we always kind of ask permission and ask for messages. And I was walking around and being in the space. And at one point we kind of came together and, and first silently, but then as a group, someone started um, a beautiful chant and we were, you know, I felt very unified with everybody. But for me, something happened that had, never happened this explicitly, this significantly, where while I was in this meditation, I really felt the presence of God. And I felt like I was transported in a way, but mainly that I felt like I was having an experience and a conversation that came up. And it was um, really profound and meaningful. But the what ended up emerging out of, you know, this space and this conversation and because I was asking, you know, for support and conception and, you know, and 
an opening and, you know, a miracle or, you know, anything. And what came through was this just very clear voice that said to me, you and Rich are a family, whether you have a child or not. And oh my gosh, I, I, I think I've probably even heard that, you know, maybe from other people or, you know, something along those lines. But those words came to me in a way that I had never heard them before. And they, they truly like pierced my heart, really got through and in a way that I hadn't felt in my whole being and my whole body and in my heart. And tears just came. Tears came and I flowed and I was happy. I was relieved. It felt so true and so right. And I, you know, I just stayed with my own experience there. But then I was able to, when we got a bag on the bus, to share that with Rich and and bring that to him and, you know, throughout the day and sharing it with others, it just became more and more real and in my being and in my body. Um, you know, it was felt like a gift and something, you know, that I held very preciously. And it was a sweet, very sweet, sweet release of a constricted definition and a role I had been ascribing to. I realized just how much I was putting into this, into this role, I thought, and this expand, this new expanded vision that, you know, was proclaimed, but, you know, that I was taking on open possibilities I had never considered before that I didn't even think were viable. It was just kind of like, yeah, that's what, you know, you say to like make people feel better, but no, it this felt so real. And, um, you know, it, I, I remember thinking like, well, does this mean I stopped trying? And we, you know, no, you know, we still, we're going to keep on our journey. And we conceived the following month. Coincidence, divine will, luck. I don't claim to try and know. Um, I can't say I do know, but I am so grateful. And I do know that whatever the outcome, whatever the outcome and how I felt, I was in a very different place emotionally, physiologically. And I believe that that space benefited myself, my husband, and you know, now our newly conceived child in a way that had that not happened, it never would have. So we were no longer having to complete some picture ascribed to us by societal norms. And I was not having this child to define myself as a woman. And that was beyond, I mean, <laughs> you know, beyond anything I had ever thought was possible. And this is what I want for you. It's what I want for all women that we free ourselves of the labels and the roles and that we think and we the ones that we think are going to bring us wholeness or make us complete and reclaim have reclaiming lost parts of ourselves and opening ourselves to an expanded visions and definitions of family and womanhood I believe are what take us on a, a genuine authentic journey and one where we really can claim our path and what we want from deep inside and not what others, you know, not what anyone else is telling us, but we get to really own our, our womanhood, own our motherhood in so many, so many more ways. I'll leave you with that. No matter where you fall on the spectrum of wanting or trying for children to challenge your own thinking, what it means to you to build a family intentionally and on your own terms. I also invite you to continue the conversation with me on Instagram at Dr. Gertrude Lyons. Please feel free to comment, leave reactions so we can keep this very important dialogue going. 
Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you love this episode, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that you can stay on the journey and continue to hear more about rewriting your mother code.